Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to the Newsbeat Mashup, where all the headlines add up to the best stories in one installment. Today's topic is climate change and the environment. Let's check out the EcoSmart African solutions to everything from energy use to desertification. Desertification has been accelerating at a fast pace during the recent decades, as a third of the world's surface is now under threat from its negative effects. And if not checked, Africa alone could lose two-thirds of its arable land by 2030, which could lead to increased resource competition, conflict and food insecurity. The region covering parts of Kenya, Somalia and Ethiopia is experiencing severe drought for the third successive year, leaving almost 13 million people vulnerable and food insecure. Climate change has also aggravated desertification in many parts of the African continent, as the rains have become more unpredictable and the droughts more frequent. However, whereas most African countries have struggled to control desertification, Ethiopia's Tigray region has managed to combat it with distinction. From 1991, the Tigray government mobilized villages to volunteer and build irrigation projects, terraces and stone walls for at least 20 days a year. At least 90 million tons of rock and soil have since been moved by the local residents by hand to restore the landscape on over 1 million hectares of land. As a result, this has managed to immensely improve the soil and water conservation, as well as the ability to grow food and the incomes of the local population. The Tigray Land Restoration Project emerged as the winner at this year's Gold Future Policy Awards, which rewards the world's best policies to combat desertification and improve fertility of dry lands. Hey, why did you turn off the light? To show you a problem that is out of our sight. For many Ugandan citizens, electricity is an unaffordable luxury. Others live in remote villages, too far from where the power cables are. But there is more if we would all use lots of electricity. The pressure on our planet would be crazy. Look at this energy solution in Tororo, which could be an example for the generation of tomorrow. An energy supplier from Italy called Building Energy has constructed a $19 million solar planet with the help of many countries and the Ugandan government. The solar plant wants to be a model in clean energy. A newcomer in the non-polluting industry for industries are hardly environmentally friendly. The solar plant is a photovoltaic park. This means many solar cells together just need sunny weather and there will be light in the dark. CO2 emissions will drop by 7,200 metric tons per year. Hold up! What does that mean? Maybe you have learnt it in class, but CO2 is a greenhouse gas emitted through human activity and fossil fuels like oil and coal. If the emissions is too high, the planet will eventually fry. But don't worry yet, with clean solar plants, we might get the environment back on track. And in Tororo, there will be clean electricity for 35,000 people who were powerless before, but now don't have to use candles anymore. Wow, that's a mighty power project out there. You were right. Next time I'll think twice before switching on the lights. Oh no! What's wrong? My phone is broken. Maybe I can sell some parts for cash. The rest will end up in the trash. You know it's a tragedy. A pile of electronic waste is growing constantly. In 2017, a UN report estimated there was 24.7 tons of e-waste globally. What? This problem is serious. Is an e-waste also dangerous? It sure is. E-waste contains hazardous materials which can damage human health. Developing countries are extra vulnerable because they import devices that are cheap, broken, or not durable. Wow, we better think twice before we buy a cheap second-hand device. That's right. Maybe Uganda can be inspired by Rwanda. The Rwanda Green Fund supported an important investment. They opened an e-waste management facility all under the National E-Waste Management Strategy. Old phones, computers, and other devices are dismantled and some are recycled. Some old computers with minor defiances get new batteries and are donated to ICT training in primary and 
materials that are valuable like copper and aluminium are sold to Japan which generates income. The e-waste facility has another great benefit. 1,000 green jobs are created. Every year, the facility is able to handle 7,000 tons of e-waste. Seems like a good way of handling environmental challenges they face. As for Uganda, we might have to wait. The facility was $1.5 million investment. Would that be something we can expect from our government? <laughs> Cape Verde is a small island nation off the northwest coast of the African continent, made up of 10 islands, 9 of which are inhabited by its 550,000 residents. And although electricity can be accessed by almost all inhabitants of the island nation, firewood and chocolate are still used for cooking by a third of the island's population. Cape Verde lacks large hydropower sources or oil wells, and most of the electricity is produced by generators which run on imported fossil fuels. But the island has managed to harness and diversify its available energy resources, as a quarter of its energy is now provided by renewable sources. Kepfer's power production is boosted by its strong northeasterly trade winds as wind turbines produce about 25% of electricity on three of its islands. The island nation also intends to exploit the ocean's waves and tides which could be turned into electricity by its onshore and offshore turbines. As a volcanic island, Kepfer is suitable for harvesting geothermal energy and has already improved its grid system of using modern technology to integrate wind and solar energy to increase on the island's electricity. Last year, the Kepfer government founded the Center of Renewable energy and industrial maintenance in an effort to reduce on reliance on petrol products which are imported at great expense. The African island has also adopted modern technologies and innovative business initiatives in order to obtain 100% of its electricity from renewable resources by 2025. <laughs>